Thank you. Very present help in trouble. 
He's right now. Strength when you need it. In trouble. So you can be right in the midst of trouble. And God is. Good gracious. So trouble does not stop God from being who he is. You can be right in the midst, right smack dab in a situation and you don't have to fear according to verse 2 uh, because God is. I don't have to fear what's going on around me. I don't have to fear the outcome. I don't have to fear what's going on in the process of where I am because God is. Man. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but that's 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 assurance indeed. That's good news to me because it lets me know that uh, I'm never alone. I don't go through alone. I don't, I don't. I don't have to face things by myself. God is. God is. He is. God is. That's why I don't have to fall out with nobody who, who is not able to be. God is. It's, it's unreasonable to put expectation on somebody who can't do what only God can do. Yes, sir. We... We are limited into what we can do. And the only reason why we're able to do it is because God enabled us to do it. But can't nobody do what only God can do. Yeah. I believe I leave God things to God. I believe I get on out of the way and let God have his way. And let him work it out the way he want to work it out. Let him fix it the way he want to fix it. Let him do it the way he want to do it. Amen. I know that's tough for some of y'all because you want to be in that seat with the steering wheel in the front of it. Or you want to tell God how to do it. If you want to put a rush order on what God is doing. And sometimes the situation is not really what God wants to fix. It's us. Thank you for one clap. <laughs> huh? We so adamant about God fixing the problem and never touch the person. Sometimes the person attracts the problem. If God fixed the person, there will be no more attracting certain problems. That's a word, I don't care what y'all say. That's a word because sometimes we attract our own issues. We want God to fix problem but we don't want God to fix us and the problems is a result 
of us. If God work on us, if God fix us, if God deliver us, if God sanctify us, and then all that other stuff is only attracting to what we refuse to let go. Okay? Misery loves company. That ain't just talking about miserable people. You will attract miserable situations that will keep you miserable because God wants to work out the misery in you. He wants to deal and address the misery in you. Well, I ain't miserable. Yes, you are. Because if you can't love people unconditionally, if you hold grudges, you are miserable. Come on. We don't use shovels. We use rakes and mirrors. If you don't know how to talk to people, you're miserable. I can't get no help in here. Lord, I need help with my social skills. You're miserable. Because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna prove it to you how you're miserable. Because when you lash out or when you talk to people, it bothers you after the fact. Don't. I, I, I should have. I could have said that a little different. I, 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 I shouldn't have said nothing at all. I, I did it again. <laughs> I did it again. I, I, I went off on them again, Lord. I, I got salty with them one more. I said I wasn't going to do that no more. <laughs> I mean, we got to keep it real. I mean, that's the only way God won't help us. And uh, I found out if you be truthful, you get free. You get free quicker. You prolong your de deliverance. You, you prolong your freedom when you don't tell the truth and be honest about it. But I mean, I mean, it's just one of those things. And it's, it's some of us, we, when I say us, I mean, you know where you fit. You got, you, you got, a, you got a short fuse. You, you, your temper. Is, is lacking temperament. It's, it's like, oh Lord, I'm quick on the draw. And <clears throat> that comes from a place in you that is unresolved as it relates to having closure to prior situations. A lot of times we don't get closure. We just we just cut each other off. Y'all said that. To to cut somebody off or cut somebody out of your life is not closure. Ignore them. Give them the silent treatment. That's not closure. <laughs> that ain't closure. Come now. Shut your books. And let us reason together. 
Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be washed and be whiter than snow. Now they can't be white as snow, and they and they and they can't. You can't reason until you first come together. Yeah, I'm looking at all these. Man, if I, if I can look at people on Facebook Live, I look at them too. You understand? See, we got to we got to drop our differences. We got to we got to lay aside our ego. We got to lay aside uh, whatever. <laughs> We, we can't even allow our feelings to show up to the communion. Because if you bring your feelings with you, your feelings got good memory. Talk faster. Your feelings will bring up what started this whole charade in the first place. Well, see, it's what you said. It's what you did. See, see the whole thing in a nutshell, I didn't like what you said. I didn't like what you did. See, leave your feelings out. Because see, your feelings is going to govern your tone, see? And it's going to it's going to initiate another war. That's right. You, you gotta leave your little feelings out of it. And you can't show up to the table. You can't show up to the table. And, and I see somebody, hold on now, Pastor. I'm right. Is it about being right? Or is, it, or is it about bringing resolution? Because you can be right and, and there still be no resolution. Is, 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 is God only pleased with us being right? This, man, this is good teaching, man. This, 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 this is what grows you up. The immaturity, the immaturity will stunt your life. It, it is not people as so as much as it is your inventory. We want to blame everybody for our stuntness in life. Well, I would be further along if it was if, if, if it wasn't for you. No, no, you you ain't further along because you lack maturity. Because can't nobody stop you from moving forward in life if you have the maturity it takes to take the necessary steps and make the necessary changes and adjustments that is needed for you to progress. Two claps, thank you Jesus. That's better than the first round. I started with one and a half. Now we up to two. See, you maturity. Can I say something? Maturity does not automatically come with age. That's right. Maturity comes with decision. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't automatically come with because you got a birthday and you got older. That don't make it. I said You just you just get older as it relates to age, but you don't get mature. It's a decision. I decide. Right. I make the decision to be mature. That's right. So I'm not going to allow what used to get me. Get me. Come on. This is serious stuff right here because you know we 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 can 
we can we can we can we can fall for the okie doke over and over and over because we don't realize that it is not the situation that's in control of our response. It is not other people that dictate your response. It's your level of maturity that dictate dictate how you respond to the same situation. It can be the same situation, but different characters. Different people, same setup, and we can lose every time because we lack the maturity to handle it. We deal with conflict, how to deal with conflict in a sanctified way. It's amazing to me how people of God don't know how to handle minor issues that go and turn into major. We make them major. They minor. This is a simple misunderstanding. A question of clarification would resolve that. But we'll get we'll take the misunderstanding and the offense and we'll walk away. And then we'll sit and let that stuff fester and boil. Go pastor. And or we'll we will we will invite someone else in the situation, call ourselves getting a perspective or an opinion. You understand? But what we're doing, we are adding. Instead of asking a simple question that would, would, would bring clarification to the misunderstanding. All you had to do was say, excuse me, uh, may I ask, what did you mean by that? Because uh, I, 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 I think I misunderstood what you just said. And I don't want to walk away with a misunderstanding because uh, that can lead to confusion. And, and, and God is not the author of confusion, okay? So I don't want to walk away confused. So what do you mean by that? You, 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 know, what, you know what some folk do? They don't do that. You know what they do? See, that's why I don't. <laughs> so you walk away offended, you sit there, and you get all upset, and then the devil adds to it, and then the next time you see that person, you're going to avoid them, you're going to distance yourself from them, and that's division. And all of that could have been avoided had you just took two seconds and say, what did you mean by that? Was that is that hard? I don't think it is. I don't think it's hard at all. I believe for some reason we don't appreciate easy when easy is necessary. Say, okay, I give you Bible. You ain't got to. You ain't got to stare at me. Uh, excuse me, uh, brother Naaman. How about uh, go over there and dip seven times in the Jordan River? Okay, Jordan. 
lakes and, and, and you you want me to, do you know who I am? What? Not one time, but you want me to build seven times? See, so a lot of times preachers have made that 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 text so to keep purity because because they know how to exegete to a certain degree to make us to make it mean what they want it to mean in order to make you move the way they want you to move and to make you shout so everybody get shout get a shout and get caught up in the seven times ooh seven is the number of completion or oh, they'll make your ass off of that now. Nah. Let's look at the text for what the text says. The man was outraged. He was insulted. Come on, let's talk the truth. The man was insulted. How dare, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care whether you're a man of God or not. How dare you tell me to deal in this old nasty muddy water? Come on, y'all. Let's keep it real. I mean, you, we we act we act all spiritual and deep, but but what if the Lord was to tell you to go dip in Buffalo Creek? You know Buffalo Creek, that creek that runs by the treatment plant out there for the city of Greensboro. What if you were told to dip in that treatment plant creek, where they process the 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 toilet water? At? And the sink water, y'all understand that? Where, where your where your where your feces and, and all of that kind of water go to the treatment plant to get to get uh, to get uh, 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 sanitized and, and all of that. What if you were told to dip in Buffalo Creek? You wouldn't stand there and say, "Hey, thank you, Jesus, I will do." You'll sit there and you'll get insulted. And you will say, are you sure that the Lord is speaking to you? I can dip in my own tub. I got faith. <laughs> Uh-oh, wait a minute. That wasn't a faith problem. Ooh. That wasn't a faith problem. That was a pride problem. Because sometimes God will require you to do something that you don't want to do to show you you got pride. Because I'm going to get to that, that, that point in just a minute. He made this big old fuss about dipping in the joy. And the man said, well, it's funny because if he would have asked you to do a hard thing, you would have did. Something simple as dipping. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the dipping. It was the wear. Pride. Okay. You, you see. You still ain't seeing what I'm trying to show you. Pride will even challenge the knowledge of God. Come on. Yeah, Will. You, you, you would even question God telling you to do something. 
That's why we move slow. That's why we drag. That's why we procrastinate. That's the works of pride. Because we don't like the instruction. But if it fit your agenda, you, you won't have a problem getting it done. Go dip. Okay, you got two choices. You either stay a lover. I mean, you the, you the one be here. I wish I had. You the one that, that you the one has the condition. Good God, are y'all listening to me? You the one has the condition. When you got a condition, you don't have room to be choice. You ain't got no room to be prideful. If you if you ain't got if you ain't got nothing to eat, who are you to tell somebody that you don't eat greens and corn? You don't have nothing. I don't eat I don't eat cornflakes. I eat razor blades, but you ain't got nothing. I wear I wear I wear polo coats, but you don't have nothing. like that. I, 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 want, I want me a pair of $200 shoes, but you don't have no shoes. You see the point I'm trying to make? You can't afford to be chosen. How are you going to tell somebody what to buy you when they're being a blessing to you? Why y'all don't want to see? Alright. Okay, name I know I, I don't know how I got over here. Naaman dipped. He went to dip, and then he had a little attitude, sense of glory. And then the, and the, and the man said, "You see, if he would have asked you to do a hard thing, you would have did." Right. Okay. You here it is. You either dip or you stay a leper. <laughs> now, if you stay a leper. You gonna die. Right. Amen. That's right. Ooh, wait a minute. You gonna lose some limbs. You gonna lose some parts. Right. And then you gonna eventually die. Amen. So you're not just gonna die, but you're gonna lose. Amen. You gonna suffer loss yeah. before you die. Amen. See y'all. See all this is included. Yeah. But but the, the feel good boys they leave all this out. And then, and then the folk leave the church after having a good dance, but they still lepers. See, they still lepers. You see, they they laid fifty bucks, a hundred dollars that they couldn't afford to give, and then they left church broke and still lepers. He left with a pocket full of money and a hoop that he's gonna use the next go round. Cause he got to preach two more times that week, <laughs> and so he so he fed them leftovers, stale bread, and they still left broke and a leper. See, I tell the truth, I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm sold out. I'm in this day. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, we got to tell the truth. I mean, ain't no sense in lying. That's the truth. They left lepers. You got two choices. You, you, you either go and, uh, 
and splash. <laughs> now, you got to look at the point of the, the Jordan River. The Jordan River was nasty. It was muddy. It wasn't the most desirable river. But what better river to get cleaned from leprosy? Because why would you want to dip in a clean river and contaminate that which is clean with that which is dirty? See, I'm just saying that. You put dirty stuff in dirty places. You ain't gonna throw a diamond ring in the garden. What do you put in the trash can? Thank you. You don't put you see you still ain't caught it. So so sometimes sometimes we don't understand where God deliver us at, and we don't understand where God takes stuff off at, and we don't understand why we got to do it in a particular way. And, and, and follow a particular instruction in the part of a particular process, but we got to look at what's being left and what and what you are putting. See, leprosy is nasty. Leprosy is dirty. Le leprosy is unclean. Y'all ain't say that. Because when lepers would, would walk in the city, they would have to holler, unclean! So what better river? To, to get rid of your leprosy. <laughs> One bad river. And not only that, then you got to flip that coin around and say, now, only God can allow you to dip in a dirty water and come out clean and not, uh, and not contract what's in the water. But take off what's on you and leave it in the water and then God will make you clean and you don't look nothing like what you've been dipped in. See, that's the whole point. You come out clean in dirty water. Tell me that ain't no miracle. Tell me that ain't got God all over it. God can take you through some dirty situations and when you come out, you won't look like what you've been in. That's the miracle. That's the testimony. He got rid of the dirt before you came out. You went in the situation unclean. You lacked cleanliness. But when you came out of the situation, it remained dirty. You come out clean. Are you hearing what I'm trying to tell you? Watch out. That right there was start a fire that the fire can't put out. <laughs> I know y'all, I know y'all sitting there behind the cameras. You, 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 you want to quicken so bad. You want to move and all that good stuff. And you want to lift your hand. So uh, they going to do it for you. I got, I got a hand over here. You got one, mother. You got raise your hand, mother. Let's do it for one of them. Yeah, yeah. I know they appreciate it. <laughs> I know they appreciate it, huh? They want to jump. They want to holler. 
Because ain't no way in the world you can hear a word like this. <laughs> and, 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 you, and you sit and, and, and contain. Because ain't no way. Because all you got to do is think about all the dirty situations. I, I, done, I done had some. Y'all didn't say that. We done all had some. And, 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 when, and that's, why, that's why people can't believe when you tell them what the Lord did for you. It's hard for, him to, for them to picture that because you look so clean. You know, you know you ain't innocent, but you look so innocent. <laughs> and, and, and I did it. I did it. Guilty. Ain't got nothing to hide. I did it. These hands right here. Did the act. I did it. I did it. I did it. But when you look at me, that's why I can't, I can't ever not be without a praise. That's why I can't ever need somebody to pump me, prime me, try to make me praise God. Because all I got to do is think about all the Jordan rivers. All I got to do is think about all the times that he could have left me a leper. See when, see when we when, 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 before we got saved, we were lepers. Hallelujah. We were unclean vessels. We were, we were, we was we was we was contaminated and we was corrupt and we were so full of sin. We were lepers. <laughs> and then he came with that blood and said, "Dip." <laughs> he dipped us. In the blood of this. What can wash away the sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. See, he dipped us. See, you see the correlation? He dipped us in the blood. And we came out quite as stones. We don't look nothing like what we've been through. And that's why you have to protect. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to watch where you go. Because the devil wants to get you back unclean. You got to be careful who you connect with. You got to be careful what you allow yourself to be exposed to because the devil wants to get you back to leprosy. He wants to pull you back into leprosy. You see what I'm saying? See, that's where it started. You, you get in the environment and then the unclean spirits attach themselves to you. See, unclean spirits don't make a lot of noise. They just do a lot of damage. See, you don't have to make a lot of noise in order to do a lot of damage. Good gracious. And the Bible said, Naaman, Name it went and dipped seven times yes. in that nasty water. Yes. And when he come up out of that water on the seventh time, he came out clean. He came out clean. And here's the thing. And you know, we know the rest of the story, you know. He wanted to bless uh, uh, Elijah, and Elijah said, no, 
this one is on God. And then, and then, and then Gehazi, you know, he went and ran the man down and said, the, the prophet changed his mind. Uh, he'll take the gifts. And then, you know, Gehazi took the money and the gifts and then he went and hid and kept it. And then when he come back around, Elijah, Elijah said, where have you been? Oh, so, oh, my Lord, I've been, I ain't did nothing. I, what you mean where I've been? You know, we, we, you know, we shout for that, you know, oh, the prophet knows your spirit and all that. See, we, 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 we know how to exegete. We know how to take that thing. And we miss the whole point. We miss the whole point of the text. We get caught up. We get caught. You, you understand what I'm saying? We get caught up in the wrong thing and we don't see the point. We don't see the point that, that, that God sees what you do. You can't hide. So he tried to, see, sometimes we think because people are not present with us that the Holy Ghost ain't present. The Lord is present wherever we go. And so people don't have to be present. But the Lord is present. And then those that are in tune to the Lord, the Lord will speak to them on your behalf concerning what you're doing. I can't get no help. See, 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 the man of God knew what he did because the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord had his eyes on Gehazi. And so here he is supposed to be a servant. And he's got a greedy heart. Greedy heart. A greedy heart. Walking that close to the man of God with a heart like that. Y'all see that? Now see, they ain't gonna bring that point out. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. They, they're not gonna see. That's that's. You know what that text was doing? Heart check. Heart check. Heart check. Heart check. Now wait a minute. This miracle is on God. Why are you taking substance concerning what God did? See? So all the people who was crazy about the dollar, they are in error because whatever is done that God does is on God. So we should not be breaking in any finances. We should not break it in any any type of materialistic uh, resources as if we did something. And then, and then the same ones will flip right around and say, so into this word. Come on. So into this word. And 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 the miracle. The move was on God. Right. Amen. Amen. Let me let me let me let me bless you. Let me. Mm -hmm. This one, this 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 one is on God. Amen. God, in other words, God gets the glory. Amen. God healed you, neighbor. <laughs> hey, Woo! He used. He used Jordan to do it, but God healed you, man. 
saved you, man. God delivered you, woman. Young man, the Lord brought you out. It was God that healed your child. It was the Lord that brought you through surgery. The doctor did what he did. But God, guess what is on God? See? You need to, you need to give God the glory. You know why you got that job? That's on God. And see, people take the credit. Oh, I don't want to put a good word in for it. If it wasn't for me, they wouldn't have got hired. If it wasn't for God, they wouldn't have got hired. Because the truth of the matter is you didn't even want them there. It's God that put them there. It's God that gave them that employment. You didn't have nothing to do with that. You, let me tell you something. You can make a referral, but it's still up to the person to do the hiring. See, see, I, I just see. I don't, I don't know why people want to take credit for what God do. And, 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 and it's okay. Just tell the truth. The Lord blessed you, brother. The Lord blessed you, sister. Thank God. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, they asked me for a reference, and I gave them a reference, but the Lord gets the glory. He just won't allow them to pick you. See, they could have picked anybody else, but they picked you. And they picked you because God wanted you to have this job. So what's wrong with giving God the praise? Right. Thank you, sir. Say what I'm saying? And we'll create a conflict. Because we want people to think if it had not been for you, if it had not been for me, they wouldn't be there. I don't know. I remember a whole lot of times. So yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, so if that's the case, how did you get hired? Who, 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 who put in a good word for you? Because the same, the same way they didn't know you, they didn't know this person. See, you, see you, you, can, you, you can resolve the conflict. I tell you all the time, count your blessings. Be grateful. Man, God bless us all the time. Sometimes he bless us and we don't even pay no attention. We don't even recognize. We don't even identify. I mean, God, God just bless you. I mean, things don't just happen. You, you didn't drive here from your home to the church safe. That ain't just happened. God did that. Yes, sir. Hey. Hey. You know how many accidents I saw today? And, and, and we neither one of us was involved in neither one. That's not to belittle and talk about the ones that were, but thank God that they survived. Thank God it was just a fender bender and not a death scene. But when you look at it, you look at look every time you turn on the news, somebody done got shot. That could have been us. But God, there he is again. Hallelujah. There he is again. And he, he put the hedge around us. There he is again. His blood covers. His blood is yet covered. The blood will never lose its power. Here it is again. He allowed us to live to see another day. Wow. Man. And I'll be the first one to tell you, as good as God has been to me, I do not deserve it. I'll be the first one to tell you. 
And I've been I've been walking with the Lord a long time, but I ain't always done everything right. I'm just gonna tell you, I just I I hate to disappoint people who, who try to put me on a pedestal, but <laughs> pedestals is not for me. I want I want to remain on my knees. See, me people don't like pedestals. <laughs> You tried to invite a new person to the platform, they would decline. I don't go on stages. I'm a new person. <laughs> the farthest I'm going to go is the altar. <laughs> and if I can't serve from there, I'm, I'm not your man. <laughs> Y'all don't like this kind of teacher, do you? Will you stay right? Nope. I'm, I'm an altar lover. <laughs> ain't no stage, right? Ain't scared of no heights. I just, I just, I just reverence God. Yes. Yes. I ain't got it twisted. It ain't about me. So you can get it twisted thinking about you. It ain't about me. Mm -hmm. Lord, keep me humble. I'm gonna remain humble. No matter how high he take us, we got to remain humble. Don't forget where you come from. That's what keeps me humble. I haven't forgot where I came from. I ain't forgot where I came from. That's what keeps me humble. We ain't had no money. We ain't had nothing. Come on. I mean, scraping up chains. I mean, there's a whole lot of robberies I didn't get charged with because I robbed Peter many days to pay Paul. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> Grace got me off. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Boy, I robbed Peter many days. And I didn't get caught. Boy, them felonies galore. Stacks of felonies. And the Lord got me off. And you think, I ain't gonna forget where the Lord brought me from. Because the Lord blessed me with something. Oh no. I can lose it today. No, no, no. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta stay humble because what you got, you can lose it in a matter. The Lord of Mind you, hey, hey, let, let me let me get let me give you a, a wake up call. Let me remind you where where I brought you from. You don't want the Lord to do that. Now I done been there. I done been there. You are up here and then whoop. He'll put you in a place called start over. I don't like that kind of teaching. Y'all don't like that kind of teaching. You don't want to tell the truth, will you? He'll put you in a place called start over and won't let nobody help you. Can have, can have, can have access to help, but don't have access. 
You you didn't hear that. You could you could know help, but no access. Have the phone number to call, but God won't let them help. Come on now, because He said, "No, I got to humble you down, and, and and I got to remind you, and you got to remember from which the Lord has brought you from." Remember that song when you were small in your own eyes? You did everything I instructed you to do. And you done got a little, you done got a little, you got a lot of, you got a little power. You done got a little throne ship. I told you to destroy everything. I told you to get rid of Agag. I told you to destroy it, and I told you to kill it all. When you were small, you would have did it. Now you done got a little throne ship. Now you want to pick and choose what you keep. Oh. You want to save. You see, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how pure the animals were, they was wicked. Amen. Something can be pure and yet wicked. Good God, my <laughs> Because <laughs> if God cursed it, it's wicked. It can be unused, untouched, but it's wicked. Because it's in the house of the wicked. It was, it was breeded, it was birthed by wickedness. Never touched nothing. Pure as pure all I know is, but it's wicked. So everything pure ain't holy. Some stuff is pure and wicked because he saved the best. That stuff was pure. But God said, kill it because it's wicked. It was raised by wicked hands. God told my y'all not hear what i It was raised by wicked hands. So just because it was pure and untouched and, and, and it, it's considered clean, it's wicked. And God said, kill it. Kill the animals, kill everybody. Kill it. And what did he do? He spared it. And what happened? God rejected him. He got rejected. Did he not? And then he told Samuel, go down there and kill Agag. Samuel took the knife took the sword and cut Agag asunder. Because Saul wouldn't do it. Because he got big. He forgot where he came. Man! And when you get to the place that you forget where you come from, you're going to start sparing stuff that you're supposed to be slaying. And then when God comes to hold you accountable, and then, then on top of that, he lied. He lied. Did you? When Samuel said, did you do what God said? Yes. The people. <laughs> the people, the people was the one that did it. They, they the one. They see, I was trying to please them. Them. No, I wasn't them. You the king. People can't tell you what to do. They do what you tell them to do. 
And then you do what God tells you to do. That's how, that was the order. God tell the king. King tell the people. That's, that's, that's the way it was. And when the king got out of line, he would send the prophet down there to get the king back in line. Okay, king, the Lord sent me here to tell you. You need to repent, bro. You need to straighten it out. You need to stop. You need to quit. Turn around. Change, change the direction. Change your plot. Change your plot back into a plan. Because when you are going opposite of God's will, it's no longer a plan, it becomes a plot. So the prophet got to come to warn you about the plot. Get rid of the plot. Turn, repent, turn back to the plan of God so that his people can remain in the will of God. So it is the plan of God that secures the people to stay in the will of God. If, if, a, if the people get out of the will of God, somebody left the plan of God. Good God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So that was the order. God speaks. The word goes to the king. But they had, they had, they had men to uh, Give them counsel and wisdom. And God made sure his people would take care of it. King get out of line, here come a word. And the kings that are out of line seem to me they're getting all this good word. And they ain't getting no word to call them to repent. They all they live in wild loose lives. And, and, and these guys, these guest speakers coming in prophesying, God is about to make you be. He's about to give you more territory. God is about to plant more churches in all the states. What about all the sin in here?
because of one man's sin. I can't get no help in here. I wish I had some Bible readings. One man's sin caused the whole camp to suffer. So how is it that you got sin running all in your church, but God sent in a word of abundance? Everybody cheating, everybody whoremongering, everybody sleeping around. I mean, everybody. Threesomes and falsehoods. And God sent in a prophetic utterance that y'all about to take the city? You need to take your butt to the altar. You ain't taking no city. Take yourself to the altar and say, Lord, save me again. Fill me with the Holy Ghost and, and get all this sin out of me and, and change me and purge me with his That's what we need to see. <laughs> Why y'all don't want to be honest? I, I mean, it's the truth. I mean, something is off here. Something ain't right. Now, I, I read the Bible. I know the word. I know what I know, and I read and I study. And I don't, some of the stuff I see in reality is I can't find it in Scripture. I can't find it. I, I always thought, I always thought, if, you, if you're in sin, the way to death, death means separation from God. Now how are you so in, in, in tune and got kingdom hearing to hear the voice of God and you, you playing in sin? Sin is not a place of consecration. Sin is not a place of sanctification. So how is it that you still anointed and you... I don't understand. But my Bible said you got to sanctify yourself. You got to mortify the deeds of the flesh. You got to consecrate yourself. You got to cut ye out from among them. That's what my Bible tells me. If I want, watch this, cut ye out from among them and be separate, said the Lord, touch not the unclean thing, and then I will receive you unto myself. Now, how is it that these guys can just walk right into the presence of God after just leaving sin and after just leaving wherever and then and then God just receives and everything else. I can smell perfume and, and your cologne. Wait a minute. And I had to sanctify? <laughs> I had to fast? I had to deny my flesh in order to receive and you just walk right in? Wait a minute. That ain't what I read. <laughs> I don't know what kind of Bible they got either. <laughs> that's one of them. That's one of them. Uh, 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 I don't know what to call it. <laughs> I don't know what that thing is. It ain't no holy Bible. Man, they, my Bible tell me, my Bible tell me that, 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 that they would drop dead if they come up in the tabernacle all, all, all out of the way. What? 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 Right, yeah. 
tie rope around them, bells and all that kind of stuff. What, 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 what? what? See, we have to remember where we come from. And we got to know the scriptures. Because people are being deceived because they don't know the scripture. Well, everything is under grace. Uh, uh, excuse me. <clears throat> Shall we continue in sin? <laughs> that grace may abound. God forbid.
We don't supposed to feed people ego. That's right. <laughs> Remind them, hey, hey, wait a minute, man. What? All right. <laughs> Standing up in the van, man, wiping them down, carrying on, man. Grab your towel. Tell that joker to go sit down. He's a distraction to the people. They can't even get in your sermon because they're looking at him. Every time you say something, he reaches. Man, you ain't, I ain't seen nothing drill. <laughs> Me either. I ain't seen not one thing drill. He up there just a wife and carrying on, leaning all, all in the way. I was like, man. See, but he, he don't, they didn't belong here. But but I was like, Lord, I want to go up there. Tell that joke and sit down somewhere so bad. But he, he don't belong. I'm not responsible for him. And evidently, he he enjoy him wiping him sweat. You know. See some some guys, some preachers they 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 enjoy that that attention that makes them look important, that makes them look good, and all that. You know. I pray for him because is is this is this what leadership has become? So we so we quit serving. And now we got we got servants. Is that what leadership is now? Is that is that what is that what is that the standard for the upcoming young people to pattern after? Get you some armor bearers. Get you a driver. We going, we going five blocks down the street. You got to drive. We going to go down there on English Street, and you got to drive. Got two men up front, one in the back with you, and uh, they got to open up the door, and you step out. The president, the president is here. No, I'm just kidding. The clown is here. Come on, y'all. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm making a point because that's what happened to Saul. Saul got big. He got big, and then he forgot when he was small. The Lord, ain't that something? The Lord, the Lord will, will, will take you back. The Lord know where you started. The Lord know all about our past. Oh, God. Ooh-wee. Man, God know where we started, know what we had. The first, he knew the first day we set foot on this earth. Yeah. And he said, oh, excuse me, you done got, you done got a little too high. Huh? Look, come here, let me, let me take you back. What, let, me, let me take you back to memory lane. Let me let me remind let, you, you, you you might you, you you probably don't remember this right here, but let me take you back. Let me show you. Ain't that something? Ain't that something like God took him back? So when you was you see, you see when you were small in your own eyes. So in other words, God took him to a place of low self-esteem. When he couldn't even see himself past where he was and how the Lord came and got him. Took him and made something out of it. 
Good God Almighty. You remember when you was a nobody? That's basically what he was saying. Do you remember when you was a nobody? He took him back to the place of nobody. Now look what I done done for you, Saul. Look what I done done to you and look what I done made out of you. You, 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 you sitting on a throne and you used to be a nobody. You forgot. And I had to remind you. Saul was so sorry for there, but it was too late. Because God had already rejected him. And the Bible said he went to his house and died. He went home and died. That's in your Bible. He went home. First, before he did that, he wanted Samuel to make it look like he still was in good graces with God. Now don't, don't, don't leave me. Walk out with me. Just let me let me leave with uh, with a little bit of dignity. Even down to the wire, he was worried about what it was going to look like. But he was hurt. He was, he, he, that, thing, that thing took a toll on him because the Bible said, and he went to his house, he went to his home, and he died. He died from being rejected. Rejection will kill you. God rejected. The Bible said, God rejected. Samuel was crying and mourning for him. And the Lord said, Look, 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 look. Tired of you walking around and crying. Why are you crying? Why are you mourning for Saul? I rejected him. Dry it up. <laughs> Fill your horn with oil. And go down to Jesse's house and anoint the next king. Where are all they crying? <laughs> he walking around crying, mourning for Saul. See, some of y'all, you 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 need to quit crying over people and stuff and situation. I don't understand why we walk around carrying grudges, holding on to stuff that doesn't happen. That caused you to get rejected. Because God can't use you. Because as soon as he put you in a place to be used or speak, that's going to come out. Not what he want to say. You ain't going to say what he want to say. You're going to say what you've been carrying. What you've been waiting to say. God said, no, people don't want to hear what you got to say. They want to hear what So you gotta stop with all that, carrying that old baggage, carrying them old feelings around. Who offended you? Who hurt you? Who you got an issue with? You need to get that out of you. Because you can't speak for God with all that stuff in you. Y'all know that, right? You do know that. And people can tell when you done shifted. Because you're like, 
Oh Lord, here we go. And sometimes you don't know what's gonna come out of folks' mouth. You sit there praying like, oh Lord. Sign it up, drop the mic, hurry up. Cause you about to say something. I ain't got nothing to do with the message. I ain't got nothing to do with your testimony. Ain't got nothing to do with what God did. Okay, you done told you done told us what God said. You done told us what God did. You done testified. You done delivered the message. It's over. And then they go right into something you know it ain't got. Way out in left field somewhere. Ain't got nothing to do with what God's already done said. That stuff been in you. And you trying to empty it, but the house of God is not the place. For you to empty out your baggage and your laundry that you done accumulated over time. Go to your brother, go to your sister. Don't include everybody else into your private matters. Go to your brother, go to your sister. And if you, you don't feel comfortable going to your brother or your sister, take a witness. That's what the book says. You take a witness. Take a witness. Say, brother, I have, a, I have an issue with you. And I didn't feel comfortable coming along, so I brought my sister and my brother with me. And bring somebody the Bible said who is spiritual and mature, who will not take sides. All right. So these are great these are great principles, great nuggets, ladies and gentlemen. We don't want to we don't want to be uh, caught up in the crossfire. We supposed to be soldiers and fellow soldiers. We supposed to be on the same team. Fighting the, fighting the same devil. Amen. And you are not the devil. Amen. And I'm not the devil. Amen. I'm not your enemy. Amen. And you are not my enemy. Amen. We know who the enemy is. See, see how my amen stop for certain people? Because they love to have issues with people and want to be excused. You can't be excused. God would not anoint you, he would not bless you, he would not use you, he would not open no doors for you, he would not make way for you. When you got junk in your heart and you can't hide it in praise and shouting and speaking in tongues and hollering and running and jumping and dancing and ooh, can't hide it. Oh, thank you. What's that? And you ain't you 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 roll your eyes and ain't speaking to your coworkers or you mad at your neighbors. <laughs> well, some of y'all, it's just it's, it's your neighbors that's getting on your nerves, and you need the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, I know, I know, I got some too. It ain't the ones that's been there. It's these new folks, these these these, these, these youngins. Come on now. People need to see Christ in you. <laughs> oh Lord. I I'm serious. I'm serious. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. If God requires us to do it, we can do it. We can be kind one to another. Because if we can't we can't be kind to each other in here, 
already know how you're acting out there. And another thing. I know it's been a, a good old hot minute since I used that term. Amen. It ain't spoiled. It ain't stale. It's still fresh. He came into my life. 
and he turned, he picked me up, turned me around, placed my feet on solid. I used to be sad. I used, I used to be down, but he lifted me up. And that, that's your opportunity to testify and tell them what the Lord has done to you and where the Lord has brought you from. And then it'll give them joy. And, and wow, man, that's, that's exactly what I'm going through. And then the Lord will have you pray for them. And, and pray for them. And, 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 and like, wow. And that's how I go. They don't have a church home. Man, I want to invite you to come to church, man. If they, if they do go to church and they ain't been in a while, brother, I encourage you to get back in the house of God. Sister, I encourage you, get back in the house of God. And I'll be praying for you. Here's my number. You need to talk. He call me. And I'll pray with you. See, I always say that. Opportunity to just come knocking on your door. And you can help somebody. Just get back to God. See, that's the ultimate goal. Get them back to God. Introduce them to the, to the Lord. And uh, everything else will be all right. Amen? Amen. You get a word tonight. You did. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. No more leprosy. <laughs>
that you would make that choice and that decision on tonight that Jesus is the best thing that would ever happen to you. We pray that same prayer for backsliders. Maybe somebody may have strayed away. God is married to the backslider. He can bring you back. He can draw you back in the nick of time. We thank you, Lord, and we pray for them. We thank you for this word that you spoke. Thank you for the viewers and the hearers, those that have live service and in the sanctuary. Father, I pray for each and every one of them. I pray for our seasoned saints. I pray for our men and our women. I pray for our children, our young people. And Lord, whatever we need, we stand in need of you able to meet every need. Help us, God, to apply this word tonight that we may gain victory in our lives. And we can see peace and joy and deliverance and unity begin to increase and develop on the job, in the home, in the community, in the church, wherever we go. We thank you, God. Get the glory out of our lives. Heal the sick, those that are sick in body, those that are afflicted, God, those that are going through your aid of God. Save that young man. Save that young lady. Save that man, that woman, that boy, that girl. In the name of Jesus, we'll forever give you praise. Glory to in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. And we want to say, if somebody's watching, amen, and you want to become a part of this ministry, you can do so as well. And just put it in the comment section and give us your name and your information, and we will be glad to reach out to you to give you more information. Come on, everybody. Let's thank God for our faithful God. Amen. God bless you. Amen. So we're going to get our